Welcome to All Things Health and Abundance Podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss different health and abundance related issues and come with real tips and advice. Today we're going to talk about some techniques that are really dear to my heart. Emotion code, body code and belief code. I love them because they are simple and give quick results. Basically, I practice them all the time. If I have a neck pain, I will go to the body code and once I have released whatever comes up, the pain is gone. And I do the same for my one and a half year old son. So today we'll be discussing how these three methods work and how healing happens. And today with me is Greta. In addition to being my really good friend, Greta is a coach that helps people transform their life and manifest the life of their dreams. She is a certified emotion code, body code, and belief code practitioner, as well as a certified psyche practitioner. She combines coaching and energy healing in order to create change first on the subconscious level. This change then quickly manifests as real lasting change in a person's life. She is one of the 75 people in the world who are certified in the belief code system. Being totally in love with these three methods, I'm totally thrilled to have Greta here with us today. So thank you for accepting to be here on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I am so thrilled to share, especially about the belief code, because I just got certified last weekend in a live in-person seminar in Las Vegas and actually got certified Mm. by Dr. Bradley Nelson himself. Amazing. (laughs) So excited to share this with the world, with my clients, with my friends and family to see the amazing results that I think are going to come. I saw hope for a yes here. Was I the first person you you tried it on? (laughs) You were the first best friend that I tried it on. Good one. Okay. Can you start by telling us a bit about yourself and your work? Yes. So my name is Greta or Coach Greta, as I call myself. And you can find me in all the social media and my website. Mm -hmm. And I live in Norway with my husband and my cat. And I used to work in environmental management. I have a background in biology and a master's degree in toxicology. So I'm a very science-minded and science-based person. And I started learning about the law of attraction in my early 20s. And I always found that it resonated with me, although it sounded kind of weird and woo-woo to a science minded person yeah but i still never rejected it because i could never find any fault and then recently i was listening to talk on youtube by bruce lipton about the biology of belief Mm -hmm. yeah where he basically explains how the law of attraction works on a cellular level Mm -hmm. so i finally had someone speaking my language of biology to explain the law of attraction. So my two fields were kind of coming together really well. At the end of this talk, Bruce Lipton says that his favorite belief change modality is Psyche. And that's how I was introduced to the world of energy psychology and energy healing. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I was really ill myself. I had manifested some chronic headaches because I had moved to 
place I really didn't want to be. And I've later realized that I created this miserable experience by feeling really horrible about moving there and by not changing my mindset about it before I moved. So obviously I created a horrible experience. <laughs> now I know better. So now if I was doing the same thing again, either I would actually listen to my heart and not move there, or I would make sure I changed my mind about the experience I was going to have before going there. I love it how you take responsibility. <laughs> Well, if I didn't have responsibility, I also couldn't have power. Right. By giving away the responsibility, saying that someone else made us do something or created something in our life, we give away our, our power. Exactly. So after doing Psyche for a while, I was introduced to the emotion code and I quickly realized that I wanted to get certified. And in the certification process, you have to work with clients. And that's how I started working with people I didn't know doing this work mm -hmm. and I could see well I saw my own amazing results and I could also see their results and that's I think when my my body knew that this is what I need to do and this is my passion so I kind of tried continuing with my regular job for a while but I got so sick mm. that I actually was kind of forced to quit and now I do this coaching and energy healing full time and I can't really imagine doing anything else because I love it so much. And I guess you love it because you see the difference in people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And even the um the meaning that is created in the sessions where things come up that they maybe never talk to anyone about, even just creating that space where someone can say anything without fear of judgment, mm -hmm. where they can cry, where they can express their emotions, where they can share their deepest, darkest secrets that they might not even have wanted to tell themselves, mm -hmm. where that's okay and where I, I love them unconditionally no matter what they say. A lot of people don't have that. So even just creating that space mm -hmm. is very healing in itself. And then you add on to that yeah. the amazing power of the modalities that I practice and I I can't really see myself doing anything else. I love it. And I know, knowing you, I know that, yeah, you are made for this. Thank you. Can you explain in simple terms, what is emotion code and body code and how these two systems work? Yes. So as I said, I'm a lover of science and where science and spirituality comes together is on the quantum level. So Everything is made of energy. Ultimately, on the quantum level, on the smaller scale, everything is made of energy. You and I are a denser form of energy. That's why we look physical. Your emotions are energy. Your thoughts are energy. So everything is made of energy. And that means that energy affects us and we can affect energy. When it comes to emotion code, the theory behind it is that when you feel a negative emotion strongly and you're in a space where your body doesn't process it properly, let's say you're in a meeting and you really want to cry, but crying would be a sign of weakness and it's not appropriate to cry in that meeting. So you push that emotion down. What happens with the energy of that emotion? And by the way, this energy that we're talking about also has a physical counterpart. Because when you feel an emotion, molecules are released in your body, they go into your bloodstream, and they attach somewhere else 
on the surface of cells another place in your body which is where you feel the emotion and because these molecules are made of energy when i say the energy of these trapped emotions it's an actual real thing there is a book called the molecules of emotion by candace perch who got the nobel prize for this work mm. that describes this so it's it's not just something I'm saying that I made up, but this is actual research that has been done. Uh, thank you for emphasizing that. It's a great book, by the way. I really recommend reading it. Mm. So when these molecules get trapped in the body because they're not allowed to have space to get processed, they can create problems on a physical, mental, emotional level. If you imagine Petri dish with cells, which is what how scientists grow cells in the lab. So they put the cells in this round dish, and if you put nutrients on one side and toxins on the other sides, your cells are smart, or all cells are smart, and they will go towards the nutrients. Mm -hmm. So if you trap a negative emotion, which is essentially like a ball of negative energy anywhere in the body, let's say you trap it in your shoulder, then the cells in your tissues around that negative energy are going to want to move away from that negative energy. So then it makes sense that you might start having some pain in the muscles in your shoulder because your cells are kind of out of place. Mm -hmm. So then you can go to your chiropractor and have him do an adjustment and you'll feel good for a few days, maybe a week. And then your cells in their cleverness wanting to get away from the negative might start to move away again. And then you'll need to go back to your chiropractor and get that adjustment again. And that's actually how Emotion Code came about. It was created by a chiropractor who had a successful business where his clients came back every other week to get an adjustment. And of course, it was a great business model, model because he was doing really well. But he was wondering, if I'm doing this adjustment every other week, but it comes back, there must be an underlying reason why these imbalances occur. So what he found was actually the, the emotion code, mm -hmm. that these trapped negative emotions are causing these problems. So his name is Dr. Bradley Nelson, and he's the creator of the emotion code, and later also the body code. And since you asked me to explain about yeah. the emotion code and the body code, I'll keep going. So the body code is kind of the extension of the emotion code. The body code now is an app uh, on your phone or your computer that contains all of the negative imbalances that can occur, the different types. It contains all the parts of your body down to every single tooth. It contains all the systems in your body. Basically, it contains all the information necessary in a mind map-like structure that makes it possible for us to figure out what part of your body is imbalanced? What is the imbalance? How is it imbalanced? And then we can release and reset these imbalances. I kind of call it crystal ball in an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, and it's, it's used using muscle testing or kinesiology. So connecting to the subconscious mind of the person you are working with and asking yes and no questions because your subconscious mind can give you yes and no answers mm -hmm. so is it on the left or is it on the right is it number one is it number two mm -hmm. by asking these questions your subconscious mind then uses the body code as a map to point out to you where the problem is yeah beautiful 
So you just came back from the US where you were certified in the belief code. So I'm really curious to know more about it. How does it work? How does the healing happen? Yeah, this is a really amazing new modality because mm -hmm. I believe that your point of attraction is equal to your thoughts plus your emotions, how you feel about what you think. So for instance, if you're thinking about money and you're feeling like you don't have enough or you're feeling scared, then you will attract more reasons to feel scared mm -hmm. about money. And um, speed and amplitude of what you attract depends on the size of the emotion. So if you're a little scared about money, you will attract slowly some small reasons to feel more scared about money. Yeah. If you are terrified that you're going to run out of money, you're very quickly going to attract reasons to feel more of that feeling. With emotion code, you find and release trapped negative emotions. Mm -hmm. And that means that you're raising your emotional set point or your emotional point of attraction. And then in the past, I've used Psyche to change my beliefs. And I will use that in the future too, because I always use the modality that my subconscious mind chooses mm -hmm. to work on whatever issue I'm working on. But with the belief code, what's really fascinating is that it's such a comprehensive yet very simple to use system that allows us to identify not only single negative beliefs or negative programs in the subconscious, but the entire system of negative beliefs and programs related to a specific issue. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's truly amazing because you can look at a belief system as if it's a tree. So in the canopy of the tree, you will have the negative programs. In the trunk, you'll find the limiting beliefs and in the root, you'll find the core beliefs or the faulty core beliefs if they're negative. And then underlying all of this is the soil and, and in the soil, you'll find the core identity or the faulty core identity mm -hmm. if it's negative. And you can kind of compare it to the different layers of the subconscious mind. So the soil is similar to the deepest layers of the subconscious mind. And as you go up the tree, you go up the levels of the subconscious mind as well. And possibly also the deeper layers or the soil and the roots might, may have formed earlier in life mm. and the top layers later. But that's not necessarily always true. The subconscious mind will make connections between beliefs that it thinks belong together so they don't necessarily have to stem from the same age or the mm -hmm. same thing that happened the thing about beliefs is they are what's called autopoietic meaning that you constantly acquire new beliefs through learning through experience and then the beliefs will be put by the subconscious mind into the systems that seem appropriate. Mm. So if you find and release randomly a negative belief here and a negative belief there, you're not necessarily releasing the whole system related to that issue. So you can compare it to when you're weeding in your garden, you want to get mm. rid of the weeds. If you don't get rid of the whole dandelion, including the roots, what's going to happen? It will come back. Exactly. Of course. So it's the same with your belief systems. If you don't release the whole thing, they might slowly start growing back. So that's what I find so amazing about 
the belief code is that you actually identify and remove the entire belief system so it's not going to grow back related to something yeah and you're even you're even changing the soil remember i mm -hmm. told you about the core identity which represents the soil yeah and that means that neighboring belief systems or neighboring trees can get affected as well if if you release that part of the soil that's feeding that negative belief system um, next to to the one you are working on that might not be viable anymore and might disappear so it can really create big change in a short amount of time wow like right before we started recording for the podcast we worked on my beliefs related to money and some things came up for example I always pick the the wrong partner like it's it's true it's it's a belief I have that's true like I can really recognize that and of course then it goes into you believe something that happens and that creates a vicious circle of you manifesting the same like you said earlier how would that for example be related to money in your experience and at the same time does this mean that by, by removing this limiting belief my limiting beliefs related to relationships might have been affected as well it's a really good question so i told you how the negative programs are sort of in the canopy of the tree mm -hmm. and then the limiting beliefs in the trunk yeah faulty core belief the roots and then the faulty core identity the soil mm -hmm. And when we look at the relationship between these different negative beliefs and programs, you can use the question why, so you can start in the canopy. Mm -hmm. So we were working on the issue of money. Yeah. So why, why isn't money flowing into your life at the rate that you want? Mm -hmm. And the first answer to the question is the negative programs in the canopy. Mm -hmm. So would you allow me to read out yours sure. that we found? Yeah. So yeah. Yours were, so why isn't money flowing into your life in the way that you want? Mm -hmm. Because I can't really love myself. Makes and sense. if I don't meet my expectations, I can't be happy. Mm -hmm. And I was abandoned. Mm -hmm. And I always pick the wrong partner. So that's kind of layer one, answering the question. And then, the, again, we ask why. The next layer is because I'm unable to take care of myself. And I don't deserve to have more than I need. Mm -hmm. Then we ask again, we want to go deeper. So we ask why what others have to say is not relevant. Okay, we ask again, why? Because I was abandoned. So by looking at the structure of the belief system, it can give us clues about how these beliefs are related and how they're affecting each other. It gives me goosebumps, really. Yeah. Mm, it sounds really yeah. true to me because of going to the core belief of I was abandoned. Yeah. Because it started on day one of my life while my mom was giving birth to me. Not that my mom abandoned me, but the situations related to that probably gave me that feeling because she was left in labor without anyone taking care of her for 24 hours and then they thought that I might have issues, mental issues when I was born. So the doctor was given instructions to give me away in case that would be true. So it makes total sense that everything actually comes from I was abandoned. It's also very interesting to see that you had this belief of I was abandoned as part of your core identity and as a negative program. Mm. 
And I think this can be because the faulty core identity probably had very strong emotions connected with it. And this means it has strong attraction power. Mm -hmm. So it attracts more reasons to feel abandoned. Oh, wow. Uh, later in your life. That opens a whole big thing because by removing that, it means that also relationships can get better. Yes, exactly. Wow. A belief about being abandoned by your parents isn't limited to that by your subconscious. It's global. Mm -hmm. So it means in all of your relationships, you're abandoned. Yeah, including the relationship with money. Yeah. Wow, it makes sense. So the next thing we did after we had identified mm -hmm. the complete belief system is we went to the body code and emotion code to find the associated imbalances related to these beliefs and we released them. And the, really, the reason it's so important to do that is the associated imbalances, the associated negative emotions and other imbalances are what's fueling these belief systems. It gives them energy. Okay. So by releasing them, we're taking away this energy and without energy, nothing can grow. Nothing can be sustained. So yeah. we're completely releasing the energy. Then we release the beliefs and then we're left with a gap because it's like we pulled out this big tree from the soil, including the roots, and we're left with a gap and that needs to be mended. Yeah. Otherwise you would probably experience processing symptoms and they could be quite severe. So in order to avoid that and make processing really easy, we ask the subconscious what it needed in order to mend this gap that we created. And what it wanted was uh, a couple of replacement beliefs. So again, you go into the belief code and the belief code has 3000 different beliefs, positive and negatives. And by using muscle testing, we found the appropriate belief, which was, I am kind to myself. And then you intuitively wanted, I am worthy. Yeah. So we did that one as well. Because yeah. also the unworthy came on both the emotion code and the body code. It makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And of course I wanted to install, I don't know if install is the right word. I usually say that because to me, okay. working with the subconscious mind is kind of like working with a hard drive. Yeah. So install yeah. the positive belief of I'm worthy. Yeah. And since we're using the hard drive analogy, in order to mend the gap, there are usually two things that one of these two that need to be done. And it's either one or more replacement beliefs or doing a defragmentation like we used to do in the olden days on our computers. Yeah. Now they do it by themselves. And you can also liken it to having a bookshelf full of books stacked neatly. And then you take a few out. You kind of need to push them together to create order again. Mm. And it's done very simply with um, with the belief code, with just three swipes along the main meridian. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. This is so exciting. I, right? I was wondering, do you work on both the emotional and physical level? And how about the mental level? Yeah, the really cool thing with these modalities, emotion code, body code, and belief code, is that you can work on any level that you want. Mm. You can work on any type of problem. You can work on physical issues. You can work on emotional issues. So if I have a painful knee or if I have pain in my shoulder or a cough or a cold or whatever it is, or if I'm feeling anxious or depressed, we can work on that. We can also work on your connection with source, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. So you can work on 
releasing whatever I need to do good on the math test tomorrow. You can set any goal or ask any question you want. What I, in my sessions with people, I keep very strict ethics. So if, if I got a question about something that doesn't sound right or in the person's best interest or that would hurt someone, I would not do that. Other than that, you can really work on whatever you want. Okay. And all of these levels are included in the emotion code, in the body code, and in the belief code as well. So I showed you earlier how the belief code subjects are structured according to the chakras. Yeah. So the belief code will actually guide you to the correct level as well. Wow. It's really amazing. Now I'm getting a bit of a guilty feeling for not working on my cold. I'm having a cold right now. And I I heard in my mind, you should have known better, maybe. <laughs> and I was thinking about it and I haven't done it. So yeah, we'll do it maybe tonight. Well, you know how to do both the emotion code and the body code. Yeah. <laughs> and you're one of the people I know that has the fastest and best effects of it. So I, it would probably serve you. Yeah, right. I guess it's because I truly believe in them, in these methods. I truly believe that they make a change. So it happens for me and it happens for my son too. I can see really quick changes in him through the emotion code and body code. My, my son sleeps quite all right for a one and a half year old. But maybe a month ago, he started waking up at night screaming. And not just once. There was this night when he maybe woke up 10 times really screaming. So... After this was repeated two nights in a row, I thought, okay, there must be something here. And I always place a pyramid of light around him. I always put shields, you know, all the energetical things to, for him to be protected and everything. But obviously there was something in there. So I actually went into the body code and some small things came up that I don't quite remember related exactly to this. And then I figured out that there was an entity attached to him and I released the entity and then this never happened again he never woke up screaming and it was at least 10 times during the night so yeah I, I really believe in this in these methods wow. I really believe in these methods I think they are amazing and they are so quick yeah they're so quick and so to the point and the example you now just gave was you were working on something physical maybe emotional and you were led to yeah, the right level, the entity. I don't know if you want to call that spiritual or what level you want to assign that to, but body code took you to the right level where the solution was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's really amazing. I think how how these methods work. Mm -hmm. What kind of changes have you seen in your clients? I know that your sessions are private, so I don't need specifics. But if you can say a bit more, in, like in general, what kind of changes have you? experienced absolutely so i have a lot of testimonials on my website mm -hmm. that you can go in and have a look at so some of these things i am really allowed to share you and i were working on money earlier mm -hmm. so i've seen quite a lot of changes with money like one of my clients who was able to after working with me double her salary while working way less and doing something she really loves wow yeah that was pretty cool Another client was also working on money. He manifested a job that was way more in alignment with his heart. So he worked in finance and 
went from working in like cold finance to being an advisor to actually help people and better pay and a, you know a warmer job yeah. in addition to that the relationships with his parents got way better so even though we were working on finances because everything is related everything is connected yeah yeah his relationships with his parents improved a lot wow i've also seen a lot of changes with relationships Mm -hmm. So I had one client who was in her mid-20s and she was dating and she was always dating these bad boys. <laughs> and, you know, that was fun for a while, but it never lasted. And she started to feel ready to have a real relationship and start a family. So we did work around that. And quite soon after, I think it was just a matter of months, she met the perfect husband material. <laughs> this is a few years ago she's now pregnant with her second child and they're very happy wow so being able to see changes like that is truly amazing the other day i got a message from another client who did my relationship program who said she she took out her relationship goal that we made together and she read through it and she realized that she received everything because what i do with my clients is I guide them through what I call the clarity alignment action method. So I help them set their goals for whatever they want to work on, whether that's a relationship, money, health, mm -hmm. education, whatever it is that they want to work on. So we get really clear on what they want and how they want to feel. And then the work with, we, we do with energy healing is to get their subconscious mind in alignment with the goal. But if your goal is all the way on the left and your subconscious mind is all the way on the right, then you're going to use 5% of your mental capacity to go towards your goal, while the other 95, which is your subconscious mind, is going the other way. But if you can get the subconscious mind on board with the goal, mm -hmm. then your automatic behaviors and your point of attraction will also bring you closer to your goal automatically. Yeah. Yeah. So Amazing. It's so fun to hear from my clients letting me know that I got exactly what I wanted. So it's actually about manifesting whatever they want, be that health, relationships, career, money. Exactly. And it's so much faster than all of the affirmations and all of the other stuff mm. because it takes a lot of time and energy and work to install an affirmation as a belief in your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. But with energy psychology and energy healing, the modalities that I use, it's done in minutes or seconds even now with yeah. belief code. And you're not just doing one belief. You're actually looking at the whole system. You're taking out what's blocking you and then you're putting back in what's going to help you. So it's really amazing. Can you tell me more about how these beliefs hold us back? Yeah, I'm going to give you a nice analogy. So... You can think of your conscious mind as a little ant yeah. that's happily running along towards the goals and wanting to be your best self and being this amazing person. The ant is running on top of an elephant, which is your subconscious mind. So if your elephant has a completely different idea of where you're going, let's say <laughs> your elephant is going to Sweden, but you want to go to Denmark <laughs> or Germany. <laughs> then where are you going to end up? Yeah. You're going to end up where the elephant is going yeah. because the ant is too small. The ant can run as much as she wants. Yeah. So your subconscious mind 
contains all of these programs, all of these beliefs that are the blueprint for your life. It's what your body uses to create the chemistry in your body. So it's part of your epigenetics. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you are afraid of snakes and you see a snake, your body is going to create fear chemicals and stress chemicals in your body, adrenaline. I'm not afraid of snakes. I love them. I think they're fascinating. So my body is going to create feel-good chemicals and rest and relax chemicals mm -hmm. if I see a snake. So even if the snake is the same, the situation is the same, the chemicals created in our bodies, our epigenetics, depends on our perception of the situation. Mm -hmm. So by changing your beliefs, you actually decide how you're going to respond to a situation. If you have road rage, if you believe that all other drivers are slow, mm -hmm. all other drivers are idiots, you're going to feel stressed when you drive a car. If you believe that I'm always safe, I love how well traffic flows around me, and my fellow drivers are good, amazing, kind people, then you're always going to feel like traffic is in flow, like you're safe, and your body chemistry is going to make your drive a relaxing time of your day. Hmm. So that's one way your beliefs control your life or contribute to the results you get. And then you have the beliefs around your worthiness, your deservingness, what you can achieve, what you cannot achieve. And you can have opposing beliefs. You can have some beliefs around that are positive and you can have other beliefs on the same subject that are negative. And that means that sometimes you're going to be in the middle, sometimes you're going to be more towards the negative, then things will go well for a while and then they'll go badly for a while. It's very important for your ego or your sense of self to be right because being wrong equals death. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the beliefs are, but because your beliefs have worked so far, they've kept you alive, we're going to stick with them and look for evidence that they're right mm -hmm. and create evidence that they're right. So your beliefs really are the blueprint for your life and they're also your point of attraction. Yeah, because we always look for confirming evidence. Yes, we do. That's and so we true. will attract more of what we are. Yeah. So if I believe something and I feel strongly about it, I will attract more of it and I will see more of it. Mm. Then that will that will affect what comes into my life by what I attract. And it will also affect how I experience my life because of what I believe. I have another question here. How has this affected your life? I know you work a lot on yourself as well with emotion code, body code, psyche, and lately with belief code. How has your life changed? Yeah, so before I learned how to do these modalities, I used to try, and I don't usually say the word try because I'm not a fan of it, mm -hmm. but in this case, try is the appropriate word. I used to try to practice the things that I learned by listening to Abraham Hicks and doing the affirmations and all of that. I would read the self-help books, but the situation I was in had left me with very little energy. And when you have little energy, it's really hard to find the willpower to consistently do these things. Mm -hmm. So then when I found Psyche first, doing the processes take very little energy and very little time compared to the results you get. 
And I also enjoy working with other coaches and healers to have sessions for myself mm -hmm. because I love having someone hold the space for me. Yeah. And also they can see things that I might not see. Mm -hmm. They can point out things. I can say something and and then run along to the next thing and then wait, 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 what did you say? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but because they're, they're holding space and holding me accountable, we will then work through things that I am blind to. But to answer your question, what have, have I seen in my own life? Well, I, I managed to get myself out of chronic headaches. So when I discovered Psyche, I had debilitating chronic headaches, like a mix of migraines and tension headaches that were so severe that I was on sick leave for months and months and months. Mm. Because of this, I was depressed. I didn't want to plan anything because I didn't know if I would feel well enough to do anything at that time. I couldn't watch TV. You know when you have a cold and you can mm -hmm. chill on the sofa and watch TV and drink tea? Mm -hmm. It's lovely. <laughs> I couldn't look at screens. So I couldn't be on my computer. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't lie down because when I would do that, more blood would come to my head and I would have a worse headache. Oh, wow. The only thing I could do basically was like light housework. And I guess the house was very clean and the food was <laughs> good. But, you know, it was a really miserable life. For how long? This went on for a year and a half. Wow. And... It got way better, and now it's a lot better. I'm still not 100%, but I'm getting better and better every day, and things that used to trigger me don't necessarily anymore. Like, I recently traveled for two weeks to Florida and Las Vegas, spending time in different time zones, not getting enough sleep, being around people a lot. I didn't have a headache at all while I yeah. was there which is journey like that is something that would have triggered major headaches in the past. Mm. So I've seen a big difference in that. I've also manifested my dream husband <laughs> in my dream house. Yeah, I can confirm that. <laughs> On my dream job. <laughs> and their dream cat and best friend, right? Exactly. <laughs> Especially the best friend part. <laughs> yeah. So it's really useful, you know, being really clear on what you want to manifest, getting into alignment with it, and then taking um, inspired action. And, you know, that also includes saying no to things and getting rid of things yeah. that don't take you towards your goal and doing things that make you happy. Because being in alignment also means being happy. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. I want to share one more thing. Of course. On that note, because I recently shared this with a client and she, she told me she had been working on this issue, which is her marriage for a long time. And she said what I said was so spot on how she was feeling. So I've gone from being in a relationship with someone who loved me despite who I am mm -hmm. to being with someone who loves me for who I am, for all of me. And that is such a big difference because if you're with someone who loves you despite who you are, they're never going to be happy with you unless you change. Yeah. But if they love you for who you are, you don't have that, you know, feeling mm -hmm. that they want to change you. So that I can recommend that to everyone. 
love people for who they are and be with people who love you for who, for who you are. And if you are not in that relationship that you you basically don't love your partner for who he or she is, what mm -hmm. would you recommend? If you feel that way around your partner, um, I would start doing emotion code, releasing the heart wall, because the mm -hmm. heart wall um, can prevent you from giving and receiving unconditional love. And then asking yourself, what is it about them that triggers me? And what does that tell me about me? because usually that points out something that you're scared of or something that you don't like about yourself and the other question is is this something that I'm willing to work on with myself so that I can accept and love them or is this actually an issue that is too big that I can't accept and is this a deal breaker maybe it's time to move on after you have done this work if nothing changes maybe it's a deal breaker and that's yeah and the only the only person you can actually change is yourself yeah so is this something you can live with? Is this something you can be happy with if they don't change? Can you change yourself in a way that you can accept and love them for who they are? Or is that who they are something you can't live with? And of course, you can discuss this with them and maybe it's something that they recognize and actually want to change. Mm -hmm. But unless that's the case, it's very unlikely that they will change. However, if you change your point of attraction will change. That means that you can possibly attract different behavior from them. Mm -hmm. Because the person has the potential for unlimited kinds of behaviors in them, and they will respond to your energy. Yeah. So by you changing yourself, what you attract can be different. So you can actually, you're not changing them, but you will change the aspects of them that you kind of draw out of them with your own energy. I like that. Yeah. Be the change you wish to see in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> in case people want to learn more about these modalities, where can they go? The absolutely easiest way to start would be to read one of Dr. Brad and Nelson's books. He's written one about the emotion code and another one about the body code. And what's really cool about these books is that by reading it, you learn how to do it. It will mm -hmm. teach you how to muscle test. It will teach you how to find and release negative trapped emotions and other negative energies. Yeah. And I love that because he has a sincere wish to do good in the world. And that's why he wants to make this available to anyone. Or schedule a free strategy call with me and I will answer all of your questions. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no book about the belief code, right? yet no no there isn't i don't know if if they're planning on writing one either in the seminar that i just attended yeah. where i met dr brad and his wife and his nephew and actually a lot of the family it's a family business <laughs> they talk they have a book project but it's not about the belief code so okay. if it's coming then it's probably after that okay so it will take some years yeah probably if someone wants to get started then with the belief code what can they do you can get in touch with me and set up a call with me. You work online anyway, so you work with people all over the world. Yeah, I do 99% of my work on Zoom and I find that it works extremely well. Mm -hmm. It's very effective, efficient and on point working on Zoom. I used to be very skeptical before I did, but I find that Zoom is amazing. And what's really cool with Body Code actually is that you can even do email sessions. Oh, wow. Very, very easily. 
So if you had told me I want to work on money and I sat down by myself without you on the phone mm -hmm. or camera or anything, the same things would have come up. Yeah. Because the belief code has all of these beliefs and I'm guided by your subconscious mind anyway. Mm -hmm. So actually, if you do email sessions or sessions where the person you're working on isn't present, then you can be much faster and get more done because they're not there talking and commenting on what you're doing. So even for people who are busy and don't want to spend time participating in the sessions, it's actually possible to do the session for them and then send them the notes. And I usually record myself and send people the recording afterwards. Amazing. Yeah. Do you have any special offers for our listeners? Well, I actually do. To celebrate my recent certification in the Belief Code, I am offering 30% off your first Belief Code session with the coupon code BELIEF. And uh, you'll find a link to schedule a session in the show notes, or you can go to my website, mm -hmm. coachgreta.com. And Greta is spelled G-R-E-T-H-E. -E. Yeah, the Norwegian yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I will be putting all this information on the show notes. Do you have any last messages for people listening? Yeah, I would say if there is anything you're struggling with, or your children are struggling with and you've struggled to find a solution or you don't want to take a ton of medicines or any of that, I would strongly suggest to try out these modalities mm -hmm. because they're non-invasive, they're very on point and they're so effective. They work, especially for people with kids, they work really well with kids as well. Mm. It's, it's really remarkable. So I would say either find facilitator that can help you or go read the book yeah thank you so much this was really enlightening thank you so much for being here with us thank you so much for having me and thank you for sharing your own story and for spreading this important information to the world my divine pleasure I, I, I. now it's your turn let me know what health and abundance subjects you want me to cover in the future. Do that by commenting on the post on Instagram. Thank you for listening and thank you so much to Greta for being here with us today. If you liked it, please leave a review at podchaser.com. Just search for the podcast and write a good review. And if you have questions or you want to book a session with me, please do let me know on Instagram at Coach Ada Komani or on my website adakomani.no In the next episode we'll be talking about healing through forest yoga and remember you are always creating your health and abundance what do you choose to create today? <laughs>